Hello, sister travelers. Welcome back. Well, today I am here to debunk four big myths about solo travel. So stay tuned and find out those answers. Is fear holding you back from traveling because you don't have anyone to go with? Are you concerned about being a woman traveling alone and not sure how to prepare for a solo trip? Do family and friends think you are crazy for even considering solo travel? Well, in this podcast, you will become equipped to travel safely by yourself. You'll learn things like tactical travel tips and how to prepare for a trip and how to overcome the fear so you can discover the transformation that travel can bring. My mission is to see more women over 50 discover how travel can empower them. If you want to enjoy your next travel adventure solo, then start your journey here. Hello, sister travelers. I'm Cheryl, solo travel advocate and travel coach. I have experienced life-changing adventures through travel, and I want the same for you. So stay tuned here every week. And you will learn to find freedom through your travels, build your confidence while safely navigating new places. So as a older woman and having the desire to want to solo travel, or maybe you do solo travel already, maybe you have been faced with some myths that people tend to think, oh, solo travel, well, there's this and this and So I'm here to debunk those great myths. There are four big myths about solo travel that um, we're going to talk about today. So number one, everybody says solo travel is unsafe. Oh, well, we do have to be aware and we do have to be sometimes concerned. But as you look at some of my previous episodes, for example, one of my top listen to episodes is episode 12, where I talk about the 10 safest countries for a woman solo traveler to go to. So you can consider that. And then the most recent one, uh, episode 22, we also talk about safety. And I've sprinkled them throughout many episodes here. Um, So safety, yes, we do need to be concerned. But if we are um, aware of our surroundings, if we take some proactive steps beforehand. For example, maybe picking a place that is known to be safe for female travelers and also doing your research beforehand, even in general about the area where you're going. Okay, that's going to help you feel a little more secure about where you're going and, you know, packing those things that make you feel secure, um, whether that's a, a can of mace or a little birdie uh, whistle thing, uh, anything that just makes you feel more safe. There are plenty of places out there that it is safe to travel to as a solo woman traveler. Um, so that is not true as long as you are taking those precautionary steps beforehand and while you are on your trip. Myth number two, you will be lonely, they say. And there may be cases where you will be lonely, but there are ways to combat that or you'll feel alone. So there is a little bit of a difference there. Um, Actually, traveling solo puts us outside of our comfort zone in making us, almost forcing us to actually meet and talk to other people 
as opposed to if we're traveling with other people, we're less likely to interact with maybe the locals or other people that are also traveling uh, with you or in kind of in the same situation, right? Maybe you meet someone in a hostel. If you're by yourself, you're more likely to strike up a conversation with that person and find out some things about them, hear their story, or talk to the locals talk to somebody on the bus, talk to your taxi driver. So when you're alone, you're kind of forced to do that. And you'd be surprised some of the wonderful things you might uh, experience by doing that, or even have some serendipitous um, encounters. Uh, Maybe that person invites you to their home uh, or or tells you about an amazing, very local, hidden gem of a restaurant. So it can really bring you out solo travel. And there might be times when you will feel alone, but you have to learn to love yourself or like being with yourself, right? And then finding things also. For example, most people struggle with the whole idea of eating alone. And then you can you can plan to either take a book to read, or if you're like me, I actually prefer to people watch. It's best to not have your phone out and go sinking inward, right? We want to be more aware and outward. So being lonely when you solo travel doesn't have to be that way. So that is untrue. Myth number three, to solo travel, it has to be this grandiose big trip, like going across the pond or going to Europe or backpacking or doing something extravagant like a whole month or going on this Viking cruise, whatever it might be. Listen, ladies, it doesn't have to be grandiose like that. It can start small and you can go local. As I've mentioned before, if you're just dipping your toes in the water of solo travel, your first time might just be a weekend away to the next town over, right? Or maybe you want to take a little road trip within your own country first. Doesn't have to be extravagant, right? So that's myth number three debunked, okay? You could still solo travel, taking a short little trip by yourself. Getting used to that idea is a great way to start. And then the final big myth, and this is pertains to us women 50 and older, is that people will say we're too old to solo travel, We often think of solo travel of these young kids, maybe taking a gap year or someone in their 20s, you know, doing a backpacking trip um, and exploring the world or something of that matter. Then, you know, we're we're 50 and older and we maybe don't get around as easily as those 20 year olds, but it doesn't mean we are too old to travel solo. If anything, we have, as they say, there is research that we have more expendable income to do solo travel. So we're the ones that are, you know, really feeding this travel industry out there, sisters. So we are not too old to travel. Now, are we too old to uh, maybe hike the Pacific Coast Trail here in North America? Well, that depends on your fitness level. Um, But some, I've seen 70-year-olds do the Appalachian Trail. It doesn't matter how old you are. It does matter about, you know, 
what your goals are for your solo travel. If that is something on your bucket list that you want to do, then you probably need to get, you know, working on that fitness to be able to do that kind of that kind of travel. That but, you know, if you just want to go across the pond and go to another country and stay in a hotel and do some sightseeing, then you are not too old. Absolutely. And a matter of fact, as we age, we have more experience and more perspective, in my opinion. And so I think there's a deeper appreciation for when we travel somewhere to see with different eyes um, the surrounding areas and what we're seeing and the people we're seeing and the experiences we're having versus someone who's, say, in their 20s, maybe in that same city experiencing the same thing. They're going to see things very differently. So I believe as women that are in midlife and older, we have such uh, diverse and deep, deep experiences that really shape how we see the world. And it can be um, a very life-changing experience, as I have said. And so, sisters, there is no truth to those myths. You're going to hear people try to talk you out of solo travel. They're going to mention these four things to you. And you can tell them that, well, Cheryl said this is not true. And you can tell them why, as I gave you know, these reasons why those four myths are not true. So just to recap here, um, myth number one, it is unsafe. We know that's not true. And there's ways to make sure you feel secure. Myth number two, you will be lonely. Not true as well, because we have we can make friends on the road. And we are pulled out of our comfort zone and forced to talk to other people. And number three, it has to be this grandiose expensive trip, right? Doesn't have to be. It can be local. Explore your own city even. See it with different eyes. And number four, we are too old to solo travel. That is not true at all. There's a huge, huge community of women that are our age that are solo traveling or joining solo as groups in group travel. So we actually, um, I'll have to look up the statistic, but um, I thought I saw in Intrepid Travel Group that there's, they were saying recently that that 50% of their people that join their travel groups are, are women, solo travelers. So let's just keep those numbers going. Let's just keep exploring that world, sisters, and let's get out there and have an adventure. I do want you to stay tuned for um, next week. Uh, next week, um, so this will be airing on April 4th, but the following week, April 11th, I will be in Paris and it is my birthday. So I'm going to try to go live so on my Instagram. So if you don't currently follow me on Instagram for this podcast, it is Solo Travel Adventures 5050. And you can go ahead and join there so that um, when I go live, on the 11th. Um, there will be an episode still, but um, I'd like to kind of show you what is happening, um, where I'm at, and I'm sure you're anxious to hear. If you listen to episode 22, you uh, learned about kind of my safety concerns in 
arriving in Paris, but you'll be able to see everything uh, live and what's happening and even see some fun stuff that I might be doing over there. So stay tuned. Hey, sister travelers, did this podcast inspire and encourage you or move you to get out there and travel? Wonderful. There are three ways you can thank me. First one is leave a written review for the show on Apple Podcast. Two, share the show with your sister travelers, your friends, your family. And three, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And thank you again for listening to the show. Sisters, be fearless, take the leap, and get out there and have an adventure.